This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right, welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast. My name is Chris Plank, but honestly, I'm not really doing a lot of the heavy lifting today. It's, uh, I guess you could say from the game plan's perspective, which is what we call our early week edition of the Sooner Sports Podcast, it's almost like a day off for me. And one of the cool things we've been able to do over the last couple of years of continuing to develop and obviously bring you different content on the Sooner Sports Podcast is kind of almost be, if I can go old school school here, be like a dance mix version of some of the different features you see on Sooner Sports TV and especially those that Jessica Cootie has put together. Now, by that I mean there is much more to every feature that Jess does than you ever see on TV or online. You know, you'll see maybe a three, four, five-minute piece But behind that three or four or five minute piece is usually an hour, sometimes maybe as many as an hour and a half, two hours worth of interviews. And, you know, basically perfectly made for what we do here on the Sooner Sports Podcast. So our two episodes this week, today's episode and then our episode on Friday, will focus on the new leader of the Sooner football program, Lincoln Riley. Now, as soon as Lincoln was ne- was named, you heard him here on the Sooner Sports Podcast. Great interview with Toby Rowland. It was awesome. Coming up later this week, a full-length sit-down. Now, you can watch part of the interview right now at Soonersports.tv with Jessica Cootie and Lincoln Riley. But the full interview, uncut, unedited, will drop on Friday as part of the tailgate. But for today's episode, I, I wanted to kind of hit the locker room, if you will, because In everything that we've brought you here on the podcast, we really haven't given you a player's perspective. And Jess had an opportunity to talk to two of the leaders. I mean, obviously, Baker Mayfield is the key, I think, to the Sooner success in 2017. But I'm excited for you to hear Caleb Kelly and kind of his perspective on the move. Because here's a guy that had an incredible year last year. And it wasn't always roses for him. He kind of struggled early on in getting on the field. He was open about that. And then when he got on the field and by the time he got to the Sugar Bowl, he was making play after play after play. And plus, he's a new guy. You know, one year in the system and boom, your coach leaves and decides that he's gone. How did it affect him? We'll get Caleb Kelly's perspective. And then we'll get the old vet's perspective, Baker Mayfield, coming up on this edition of The Game Plan. But again, I want to thank you all for downloading. Go to Soonersports.tv slash podcast to subscribe right there on our media player. You can subscribe through iTunes or uh, Google Play or Stitcher, whichever podcast app you use. And when we when we really get closer to the football season, we are only going to be delivering the podcast in one way, and that's going to be through Soonersports.tv slash podcast. So please make sure that if you are subscribed in any other way that you make sure you go through the website to subscribe so that way you never miss an episode. Trust me, we're going to give you plenty of warnings leading up to that. It just won't disappear, but Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And I'm uh, putting the finishing touches on our Bob Stoops tribute podcast from a player's perspective and I still want to hear from more we've talked to 
Teddy Lehman. We talked to J.D. Runnels, talked to Ty Darlington. We got an interview scheduled as we tape this with Tommy Harris. Going to talk to Rufus Alexander, Ryan Broyles, uh, many others. But if there's a, a player out there that as you're listening to this, you haven't really got an opportunity to share your stories and your memories of Coach Stoops, I'd love to hear from you. Hit me up on Twitter at Plank Show or, of course, at OU on the air. All right, without any further ado, let's take you inside the defensive room for the Sooners. As the news broke that Bob Stoops was leaving, what was going through the mind of Caleb Kelly? What's his perception so far of Lincoln Riley? Jessica Cootie sat down with the Sooner now sophomore linebacker. First thing I heard, um, where I was actually at the elite camp going on, and then I was asking all the coaches over there, what's this meeting about later on? And then nobody, nobody knew, not even Coach Mike, because I was over there with him and the linebackers. And then he said, nah, I don't know what's going on. Y'all been in trouble or something? And I was like, no, I don't think so. And then I walked away from him, and I was walking to go ask another coach. And then somebody texted me and said, Coach Bob's leaving? Uh, he's retiring? And I was like, what do you mean? And then I showed a striker, and he was like, what? And then Coach Cooks kicked us out. He said, you guys got to go because <laughs> we were starting to freak out pretty much. And then uh, we we left and we went straight to the locker room and I had seen just everybody in there and everybody was talking about it. All of the freshmen were freaking out and uh, everybody was like, what's going on? Is this real? And since we had the team meeting, we pretty much figured, yeah, it's got to be real. And so having him uh, go right now, it was pretty surprising. And I feel real blessed because I was last last year of Stoops era. And so being a part of that team, that was really cool. I was going to say, what did it mean to you? I mean, this is such a storied program, 18 years, all you've ever known of this program. I mean, to, to get to play for one of the, well, Oklahoma's winning as coaches and one of the, the legendary coaches in this era. What did, what did that mean to you, and what, what do you think it will mean to you later on down the road? Uh, I mean, like I said, it's, it's a blessing because he's such a, a great man. You keep on hearing it. Uh, he's a great coach, but he's such a great man. And he recruited me for three years as a sophomore. They, they were my actual first offer at Oklahoma. So he's the fir first person to tell me, like, your dream is coming true. you got to offer. You get to go to college for free. And so, I mean, my relationship with him has been uh, it, real close. I get to go whenever we were on breaks or something, and I was late because I had to wait to travel all the way to Cali. He would be in his office, and we'd just go in there, just talk to him a couple times. Me and Kenneth Murray would go over there. And so just... I don't know, he was a guy that you could just talk to, a guy that you could just relate to. Right after, I ended up going up there, and I just hung out with him for like 20 minutes, him and Carol. And so we were just hanging out there just to that family, like they're a loving family, and you know that they're there for you, and they actually do care. And so that relationship with him is a real special bond being on that last team, too. That's awesome. What is the most important thing you, you're going to take away from playing for him? I think just having the attitude that that good positive attitude and leadership he always told me no matter how young you are you need to be a leader he said you have the opportunity we played you as a, as a freshman and he told me that right after when I walked up there he said you need to be a leader you need to go and you need to lead your team and you need to, to be vocal you need to go out and just really lead like a real leader does you lead by example he said but you need to be a, a little bit more vocal and so just always giving that advice I feel like Taking, I'll take all that advice away that he's always given and then just being a leader and just working hard like how he always tells us to. So he told you that after he retired that you need to be more of a leader? Yeah. Um, what does that mean to you knowing that, you know, because he said the same thing to Baker, just that he trusts, he felt like this was in good hands with Lincoln, but he also trusts guys like you and Baker that this, this program is also going to be in good hands with the players that 
he has in place. What did that mean to you personally? I mean, that again, hearing that from the, the greatest coach in college football, I mean, you know, that that's 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 like remarkable i guess you i'm a i'm a kid i'm only 19 years old like i just turned 19 and he's telling me that he trusts me to continue on his legacy his school that he loved that he's been here for so long and so you hear that and i mean it warms your heart up it, it makes you feel cool but just knowing it makes you want to like prove to him that he's right prove that like he can trust me that i will continue on his legacy and you want to just do it for him and for sure i i think we all will and how confident are you in, in Lincoln Riley and, and him taking over this program? Uh, very confident. Uh, it's crazy because Coach Lincoln's a guy that I would text every once in a while on breaks, and I would be like, Coach, you good? And like, I, I, I don't know him too close since I'm on defense, but I feel like out of all the offensive coaches, other than Coach Bowyer since he's special teams, I think I'm the closest with him. And so whenever people would ask me back home who's your – favorite offensive side I'd always say him just because I don't know he has that demeanor like he knows what he's doing he's always so confident and he's just he's just a guy you have to respect and so right away when I heard I walked up to him I said you know I'm with you coach you ain't got to worry about me since it's, it's going to be all good and I, I just think it, it is the perfect time like coach Bob said um, he's coming in and he's had all the head coaching positions somewhere else but he decided to stay here which showed his loyalty and now he's getting the opportunity that I feel like he does deserve. How quickly do you think the other defensive players will see what you already see in, in Coach Riley? I think real quick. In, in the couple meetings we've had, he addressed defense as well. And you know he means business. And I think the defensive guys are going to know, like, we, we do have to follow what he says. He is the coach, and he's going to care, and he's going to be there. And I, I think he's another guy like Coach Bob where you can just go in there and just hang out with him, just talk to him and take his mind off of all the crazy stuff he has to go through now and shoot, take our, our mind off of football just because you can talk to him as a person. He's just a cool guy, and he's real young, too, and he relate to us. And I don't know. I just, I, I just like him a lot, for, for sure. Um, and then the, the fact that he's keeping the staff in place, it's just, you know, he's been here. He kn kind of knows already how the system works. I mean, how, do you, how, mu how much do you think that will help with the transition being that he's been here? Your coach has still been here. It's it's just kind of going to keep moving along. How much do you think that will help with the transition? Well, I feel like we're on track to get our national championship, and that's what we need. And him not changing everything up, not making it all hard so close to season, it's just going to continue our track. That's what we need to do. We need to get our national championship, our Big 12, and having the same coaches here, nothing – well, I mean, it's changing because Coach Bob won't be there, and that presence is different. But – it's still here. We have all the same coaches. Everybody's being coached by the same people, so things shouldn't change. I feel like we should have the same expectations, if not more, just because we need to prove that, that we have the same people and that we are going to continue our track to get our national championship. You guys just started workouts. What's kind of the level of hunger that you've seen out of this team as you guys kind of begin summer work? so important leading up to the fall? Well, even Coach Schmitty and Coach Lincoln said we need to come like we have a chip on our shoulder. And I feel like we're doing that in the workouts. If somebody's messing up, they're, they're getting yelled at by the older guys. The real leadership has come this year more than I feel like we had last year. Our guys are not dealing with all the BS and all the, the whining and complaining. It's time to get the business and I feel like and just having the success we have had and having our leaders be here still coming back since they weren't all seniors, uh, I think is, is working out real well. And you said that you're young, you're just going to be a sophomore, but what role do you feel like you're going to play in helping Coach Riley transition into the new, new head coach? 
Well, I, since I am young, I can relate to a lot of the freshmen, a lot of the guys, so it'll be different for my class since we were only freshmen. And then having the incoming freshmen, I could have a big influence on them since I'm still in the dorms. I still get to go hang out with them and it's still normal since I'm not so much older. And so really impacting them. And then pretty much with the older guys, showing them like I'm bought in, I'm a young guy, you need to be bought in too. And so just work, showing my work ethic and just doing what I do in the class and on the field and just really showing that I'm bought in with Coach Lincoln, I think it's going to help. What's your excitement level for the future of Oklahoma football? Big time. I, I've already been saying, shoot, Coach Bob left his legacy. Coach Lincoln's about to leave his. He's going to be the next greatest coach in college football. Kid's going to be an absolute stud. Can't wait to watch him continue to grow and mature as a football player. And we've watched Baker Mayfield mature and grow to an incredible football player right in front of our very own eyes. Jess sat down with the Sooner quarterback to get his perspective on the change at the head coach's spot for the University of Oklahoma. What has um, the last 48 hours been like for you? It's been crazy. Um, I mean, just on Wednesday, uh, the, the news leaking first was kind of, I mean, I got texts and I had phone calls and I was just sitting there just kind of relaxing before I had to come up here for workouts. And um, I looked at my phone and they were like, People, some of my friends back home texted me and said, what happened to Norman? I'm, I'm thinking, I don't know. So the first thing I did, obviously, was to check Twitter. And so I hit the top of my news feed, and I mean, it had a bunch of stuff that he was retiring. And then I got messages about the, our team meeting getting moved up. And then I had Coach Riley calling me and telling me to come in early. And so I, it was just kind of, it all caught me off guard, and I was really in shock. So I came up here and um, talked to Coach Stoops and him. And so just hearing it from Coach Stoops, it was, uh, I mean, it was just something I can't really explain. It's so many mixed emotions because, you know, it's growing up for me, Coach Stoops is all I thought about Oklahoma football, and, and it's been a dream come true to play for him. So it was so weird hearing from him to tell me that he's going to retire and he, he feels it's the right time just because he knows that he has Lincoln and, and the rest of the staff and then uh, the leadership that I bring and, and the rest of the guys, the seniors on the team bring that he feels like it's the right time for him to step down. So it's it's sad to hear that, but it's humbling at the same time. And then and then on top of that, it's for Coach Riley. I'm, I'm so happy for him because I think he's more deserving than anybody. Uh, and he's, he's worked so hard to get here. So it was it was just a lot of mixed emotions and it just the, the big picture was I had to think about it in a, a positive way, and I, I am now, so it's, it's good. You probably won't be able to truly really think about this until several years down the road, but now that Bob Stoops is no longer your head coach and you talked about this being the program that you grew up watching, what do you think it will mean to you to have been able to play for him? It'll mean so much. Uh, I mean, looking back and, and being able to say that I was the quarterback for his final year at Oklahoma will be a, a lifetime accomplishment for me. So uh, it'll mean so much just to be able to have played for him for two years. And, you know, um, it's, it's a big deal playing for Coach Stoops. That's why it's the University of Oklahoma. That's why it was national news because he's, uh, I mean, most winning coach ever here and, and he's one of the best of all time. So it's it's going to be a big deal for me to think about the fact that I got, was able to play for him, but then I'll look back uh, down the road and be able to say I was there for Coach Riley's first head coaching job, and it, it'll, be, it'll be neat to say, uh, knowing the success he's going to have. And what did it mean to you to knowing that, you know, you kind of played into that, Bob Stoops feeling comfortable with Lincoln because you are here and you are a leader and you are going to be able to help with the transition as well, so that they put that trust in you as well, what did that mean to you? 
It meant a lot, uh, just especially just coming out of his mouth, the, hearing those words from him personally. You know, just the fact that he he said that if he thought this program would go downhill whatsoever or slow down, then he wouldn't have done it. And he trusts Lincoln, and I do too. But it's not just that he he knows that he has the leadership from his players that he's had here, and he's developed them. That, that he trusts us to, to keep it going and keep the tr tradition alive. And so it meant a lot to hear from him. You know, he's, I said it, he's a living legend. So just hearing those words come out of his mouth are pretty special. Coach Riley said he's ready. Coach Stoop said he's ready. Why do you believe Coach Riley is ready for this position? He's been preparing for this for his whole life, whether he knows it or not. Uh, you know, him walking on to Texas Tech, then him starting his coaching career early, um, coaching some of the best players uh, under under Mike Leach and you know being around a, a good program that that knew how to play ball and, and so I think he's been preparing for this job whether he knew it or not and then you know being sprung into an offensive coordinator role at East Carolina and, and picking that program out of the ground and you know having success there and then then coming here and just learning under coach Stoops and you know uh, it's just he's learned a lot of things along the way and it's happened fast because he's he's not very old so uh, but He's ready for it. He's gone through a lot, and he's worked very, very hard to get here. So I think he's ready, and I know he's going to take advantage of it. He's, he's always working hard. He's going to be the person that shows up early and stays late, and he's going to try and outwork somebody. Um, that's just how he's always been, and that's how he's going to keep doing it. And I know he's excited to not only affect the offense, but be able to you know, control a little bit of the defense and, and help them out. So I know he's excited about that. That's one of the questions I'm going to ask him is, is why did it happen so fast? Why do you think for him personally, he was able to fast track to get to a place that a lot of people don't get for maybe 10 more years? I, th I really think it's because he, you know, he was working hard, yes, but he also was patient enough to watch and wait and learn from everything that was going around, whether it was, it was his personal experience or it was watching other people go through things. I think he, he learned from every situation that he ever saw. Um, and I think that just, just watching and learning, you could tell, I mean, I could tell by the way he watches Coach Stoops at practice, he'll kind of pick his brain when they're going through special teams and stand around him and, you know, just talk to him. And I know they're talking strategy and, and among other things, but uh, just watching the way Coach Stoops carries himself because that's somebody that you can, you can model yourself after. And uh, I think he's just, he's watched and he's learned not just from his personal experience, but by other people's experience. So you think for him, it's more about him. He's, he's very good about being in the moment as, as far as maybe a lot of people might look ahead more than, than maybe taking in what your moment is. I think he does both. I think he enjoys every single second of what he's doing. And I truly think that's why he works so hard because he appreciates every bit of it. But he knows that to be where he wants to be in the future, he's got to work harder. And he sees that big picture. He, he wants to have down the road to have that legacy and be successful. Um, but he, he truly does appreciate every single moment that he's given. And then as far as the play calling goes, he said he's still going to make the play calling, and, and obviously he's become well-known, one of the best in the country. Do you think it's um, kind of a God-given thing? Is it hard work? Is it preparation? Is it all of the above? Like, what do you think it is that makes sets him above everybody else? It's all of the above. Uh, I think the way he cares about it and the way he prepares sets him ahead a little bit and then just experience being able to call plays is a lot of it because not not a lot of people can do that successfully for how long he's done it and, and it's not just uh, it's not just the players that he's had it's it's that he's done it everywhere everywhere he's been he's had success and it's because of the work he's put in and the experience that he's learned from and, and he's very smart and so he learns from everybody I mean you can you can see him in there watching NFL tape he'll watch Tom Brady and, and the Patriots he'll watch everybody and learn from anything and 
and it's, he just takes it all in and he takes little bits of pieces from here or there and he, he just uses it towards his advantage and, and it, it really works. Now what role do you play in, in helping him transition? You know, he's going to have a bigger responsibility with the defense, so I got to, you know, take control of the offense. But we, we have the leadership on offense to where we're going to handle our stuff. Uh, and we're still going to have Coach Riley. He'll still be there motivating us and calling our plays. But, you know, we got to kind of come into our own and, and take control of the team um, and just, just set the standard high. And because what Coach Riley, we've had him for almost three years now, so we know what's he, what he expects, and, and we're going to continue that. And, and hopefully, it, you know, just goes throughout the team. When you saw the responses from the offensive players, it was everybody was so happy for Coach Riley. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe, obviously, you guys know him a little bit more than the defensive players. Yeah. So how confident are you in um, the quick turnaround of the defensive players buying into what, what Coach Riley did in the way that the offensive players do? You know, uh, just from the offensive player standpoint, we know that he actually would take a bullet for all of us. I mean, he, he works so hard for us. And so some of the defensive, the older defensive guys know that. They know that. He does that for us, and he, he's done it for some of them too. But for the younger defensive guys, it won't take very long for them to realize that because he just has that infectious, you know, characteristic and, and, and you know, charisma about him. So he'll, he'll get them going, even though they haven't been around him as much, they will. And I know Coach Riley will make just a genuine effort to try and get to know every single person on the defensive side, and they'll see that. And, and when it comes down to it, it'll make you play harder. And so those defensive guys, it won't take long for them at all. Uh, being that you take so much pride in this program, it's something that's near and dear to your heart. How excited are you about the future of Oklahoma football? I said it to a couple people yesterday that the future is very, very bright here. Uh, you know, this is just the, the first step to, to many things. And not only it's the first real step that the world sees it, but bringing in Coach Riley and the other coaches uh, back two years ago was, was the first step. And so it's already... It's already coming about, but you know I'm, I'm so excited. And the players that we just got, there's it's a different breed that we're bringing in, and I know the coaches that we have now are going to develop them, and it's it's going to be special here for a while. And so uh, just I'm going to enjoy this last year, the, the first year that Coach Riley has it, but um, it's it's going to be very special for a long time. All right, coming up later this week, you'll hear from Lincoln Riley. That'll be in the tailgate. That's coming up on Friday right here on the Sooner Sports Podcast. Thanks to Jessica Cootie. Thanks to you guys for listening. And as always, we appreciate you downloading Soonersports.tv slash podcast. Check it out. And until Friday, Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air.